Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Today I want to talk to you about using your gifts. Using your gifts. Look at somebody and say, use your gifts. It's amazing how God has equipped you before you were born with something. And um, God wants to, you to use your gifts. Um, Romans chapter 12. We read it every week, but um, since we've been in this study, um, when we look at verse number three of Romans 12, he says, and I'm reading from a New King James 4, uh, I say through the grace given to me to everyone who's among you, I'm saying, talking to everybody, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering, or he who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. And I just want to point out a couple of things as we get into this. That we have been given a faith. The scripture tells us that. And then that we fit. Come on, say, I fit into a body. I was saying that we have to war against this individualistic mindset, meaning it's just me. You fit into a body. Jesus didn't save you by yourself. You come, I fit into a body. You can never be the body by yourself. As much as you want to be, you can't be, you know, I, I, you can't be the, I know you all that. I know the anointing is just amazing in your life, but you're not the body by yourself. And if, and, and, and what God forces us to do is he forces us to do life together. And so I fit into a body and then listen to this. We form the body. Come on, say we form the body. We all, so we have to understand, yeah, I fit into a body, but we all form this thing called the body of Christ. Now, let me, let me just throw this in here since I got the mic. Don't buy into, God's not into the church. He's into the kingdom. That's a lie. Jesus said, upon this rock, I'll build my church. He didn't even say, I'll build my kingdom. You can't find I'll build my kingdom. He said, I'll build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The church that I built, not the stuff y'all doing. And calling it my church. Let me go on. So, he's, so we all form the body. 
and that the church is his body. The church is his body. But then, listen to this, we are not only to have this faith, we fit into the body, we form the body, but we have to function. And that's what I want to deal with, this, this whole function. I got to function in this body. And we function based upon the gifts that God has uniquely given to us. Now, let's look specifically at this text. Um, just so you'll have an overview when you look at gifts, and some of you, I know this is really a review for you, you'll see three places in Scripture where gifts are delineated. You'll see in the, in the book of Ephesians chapter number four, gifts. Those are called what they commonly call ministry gifts. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Then you'll see in Romans chapter number 12, something that we call manifestation gifts or gifts of the spirit word of knowledge uh word 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 of wisdom word of knowledge uh prophecy discerning of spirits uh, uh faith special miracles all those things you'll begin to see those in romans chapter number 12 and they're manifestations of the holy spirit here is what people generally call in romans chapter 12 motivational gifts and so you see ministry gifts in Ephesians, manifestation gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, and then motivational gifts in Romans chapter number 12. And motivational gifts is something that God has put on the inside of you. As we look at these, we have to understand something. Now, first thing you got to understand, everyone has been given a gift. Say that with me, please. So don't stop saying, you know, I just don't have a gift. You're lying. Let's look at the Bible. He says here, having then, verse number six, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. Stop right there. So when you look at this gifts, the, the inf- it's, it's like this. The father who loves you, knows you, cares about you, knows the best of who you are, said, ah, I'm going to give a part of myself. And deposit that on the inside of them. I'm going to, your gift is from God, by the way. And so God put that on the inside of you. Now, I, I, I looked this morning and, you know, they were moving and dancing and all that. And, you know, I have to recognize. Every man's got to know his limitations. That's, that's not the Bible. That's Clint Eastwood. That's not my gift. That's not my gift. You know, I, I don't have that. If I were to do that, we would be like, Pastor, sit down. You know, just sit, just sit down. Sit, sit down. Sit, sit down now. Um, I, could, I could see them in rehearsal just frustrated with me. But didn't you appreciate, can't you appreciate them today? Thank y'all so much. That just, that just blessed. I mean, bless, I looked, I said, now those are daughters there. <laughs> 
And so what's amazing, God has gifted you. I mean, and then I walked in and they were singing. The presence of the Lord was here. And, and I was just like, wow, look at the gifts. Look at the gifts. Everyone has been given a gift, you know. And then Elder Walt was up. He was trying to move on. Then Marcus start playing. And we give you all the glory. I said, that's gifts. That's gifts. That's gifts. And so the same thing, all of us, has. you've been given a gift. Come on, say, I've been given a gift. Now, this is what I want to encourage you in. Treat it right. Esteem it. Honor it. Recognize it. All that. Don't you reckon? I've been given a gift. I've been given a gift. And so there this is this is critical that you understand that you've been given a gift. Here's the next thing I want to tell you. You've been given a gift. Everyone has been given a gift. But second thing I want to tell you is this. Everyone's gift is different. Come on, say it again. Everyone's gift is different. Listen to this. Even if there are, they fit in the same general category, the way it's expressed through you is going to be different. It's different. This, that your interpretation is so unique to you because what God will do, he'll use your personality, your experiences, your taste, all of that. So don't discount any of that. You like fine stuff because God wired you to like fine stuff. Somebody, come on, says nothing. Don't look at somebody and say, don't hate. It's all right. There are some of you right now, you, you're gifted. You know, you just can't take, you just can't take a messy place. You know, you, you know if, if it, before you leave, it's going to have some decoration or something. That's just how you, don't look at anybody, right? Some of y'all looking around going, oh, that's so, you see what I'm talking about? That's just how it is. Others, you know, well, <laughs> it is what it is. That's not my gift and I'm not worried about that. I have a son. Decoration is not his gift. All that's not his. He's like, whatever it is, you know, if I can find it, it's good. Uh, uh, so, so we have to recognize that's not my gift. On the other hand, if we walked into a room, I could go sit in the corner. I'm on my phone. I'm doing fine. He is going to meet people. That's his gift. He's gone. And so whatever it is, you got to recognize everyone's been given a gift. And the second thing is what? Everybody's gift is. So just because you've been given a gift, that's a reason to celebrate. But another reason to celebrate is that my gift is different. So it doesn't make sense to compare. It does not make sense to compare. Why? You know, uh, you know, you know what? <laughs> I can use my, I, you know, I got this gift and, 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 you know, that's why scripture tells us don't think more highly of yourself. No, 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 no. Your gift is different. It's, it, it's different. It's very, it's very different. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, you have seen people administer healing to people. So, okay. Some people, 
they have to lay. I remember my wife when she first was first get doing ministry, going out and doing ministry. She would lay hands on everybody. And I, I, I said it was we were in Birmingham. I'll never forget. There was a women's conference. And then she said, all of those who need prayer, you know, she was getting ready to close out. You know, you just remain behind and I'll pray for you. I'm, I, I'm there in Birmingham, you know, just roaming around. I come back to pick her up, and the parking lot's still full. And I'm thinking, why? Are, what's going on? Come to find out, sister girl <laughs> is laying hands on everybody. I said, you can't do that. She said, but that's the way she knew to do it. And I said, come here, let me, tell you, let me show you something. The Holy Spirit can still heal people without you touching everybody. Are you understanding? Some of you feel like, I got to do it a certain way. But you need to explore how God can utilize your gift in different ways. So it's different. The other people who lay hands on people, the other people who pray in general, and God just ministers through them, the other people, you know, it, 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 God, However God wants to use it, it may be different, and it's okay. Different is okay. So everyone has a gift. Everyone's gift is, but listen to this. The differences of the gift is based upon the grace on your life. Come on, say it. The difference in my gift is based upon my grace. Or better said, his grace upon my life. What I mean is this. You see that, you see it. He said, having gift differ, gift, gifts differing according to the grace that is given. There's a grace upon you, meaning an enablement, an endowment, something that God has uniquely placed upon you. And that gift works in conjunction with the grace that's on you. So what you have to understand is this. If you are graced to lead thousands, you, your gift will be commensurate with that. But if you are graced to lead 50, thousands will overwhelm you. You understand what I'm saying? Right now, um, whatever level of income you have, you're graced to deal with it. Okay? If you were, right now, if somebody were to say, okay, come to the United States um, Treasury, meet with the congressman and everybody, and here you have a $15 trillion budget, deal with it. You just say, I'm going home. Why? It's way beyond. You see what I'm talking about? Now, if you can't help, please go. Because we desperately need you. But what I'm getting at is this. Based upon what it is in your life, you are graced to deal with that. And your gift is commensurate with that. So please know, please know that God will not overwhelm you. You are, come on, say, I'm graced for where I am. My, that gift, that gift, for instance, give, give you this. 
I am, um, I was graced to, to pastor. Okay, I'm graced to pastor. But when I received the call, acknowledged the call, God made me to know that I was a church planter. So there are some pastors who will go and pastor a church that already exists. The grace on my life was not to go and pastor a church that already exists, existed. It was so strong upon me. I had to preach. I was preaching a men's day at a large church. And this church that was looking for a pastor said, you need to come and try out and be to be our pastor. This is before I was pastoring. I knew so strongly on the inside that I was not to do it. I answered and said, God didn't say that. Now, I wouldn't advise answering like that, but I did. Uh, (laughs) I said, God didn't say that because he made me to know that the grace on my life was to plant a church, establish a new church. Are you understanding that? Whereas there another pastor friend of mine. He said, he's the Olivia Pope in the body of Christ. He said, God's called me to be the fixer. He said, God sends him to messed up situations. He said, I don't understand it. He said, I go and I know I've seen it and I marvel. He went to a church that was a mess. They were fighting and doing everything that wasn't God. And they sent him in. Over a period of time, he brought that church back to health. And, it, and literally, they began to build facilities and do marvelous ministry. But again, that was the grace on his life. I would have been a bull in a china shop. It would have been worse off. And he marveled. He said, Johnson, I don't know how you could do that. Because how do you start with nothing? I'm like, well, you just start. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? What I'm trying to get over to you is this. God's given you a gift, but your gift is different, but that gift is based upon the grace in your life. So don't back off from what God told you to do. He'll grace you to do it. He'll grace you to do it. He'll give you ability, grace, insight, wisdom, connections, favor, finance, anything you need to do to do whatever he's called you to do. So don't you dare tell me, well, you know, I can't do that. No, 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 no. Whatever God has put in your heart to do, he's given you the ability to do it. Let me talk about careers just real quickly. Um, I remember uh, a a child that grew up in our church. He's an adult now. uh, Rylan Gore. Rylan was a little girl. And in our children's ministry, she was sitting in there. I mean, they were early on. And she said, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm, and that's all she's wanted to be. I'm going to be a doctor. And guess what Rylan is today? A doctor. a doctor. God opened the doors for med school, for everything that she needed to do what God had called her to do and to be what God had called her to be. Are you hearing? So now, everyone has been given a gift. Every gift is different. That difference is according to the grace on my on you that that God has given, and here's 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 other thing, everyone must use their gift. Come on, say everyone must use their gift. 
don't sit on what God gave you. Well, you know, I'm just taking a sabbatical. You've been on sabbatical for four years. I'm just taking, I understand taking time off. I don't understand taking years off. I mean, you know, some people, you know, I'm just, I'm just feeling myself, I'm just getting myself together. If you wait until everything is perfect before you start doing, you'll never do. Ecclesiastes tells us, he that observes the wind will not sow. One translation of that says, if you wait per, for perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. So it'll never be right. It's never going to, everything just got to be just right. Everything lined up. Well, you know what? Soon as I get all my ducks in order, you get two or three in order and one's going to walk off. Soon as this, soon as my ship come in. Next thing you know, somebody's taking your ship on a cruise. And you know, we're making all, all these excuses. And so you've got to use your gift. Look at somebody say, use your gift. Don't discount it. Well, you know, all I do, you know, I, I, I like meeting people, but that is, you know, I told you, we need connectors. We need those people that meet people that put, I mean, you know, it's amazing. I'm looking at Elder T. Uh, she's getting ready to decorate the church. That's a gift for Christmas. She's getting ready to decorate the church for Christmas. And she's, and she's like, well, you, she, I, she, we were in a meeting. She said, well, we're going to do this, this. So she's organized it. We're going to put this together and put this together. And once we get that together, it's a piece of cake. For her. You know what I'm saying? But again, thank God she's using her gift. She just said, I have a desire to decorate. God's uniquely gifted. Yeah, look at Kaylee here. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and I, I remember coming in here and you were playing the violin. And then I was seeing you playing the piano. And, uh, and I'm thinking, wow, God, look at that. That's a gift. Baby, don't stop using your gift. Amen. Amen. Don't stop using your gift. I look at the daughters here who are dancing. Don't stop using that gift. Don't you stop using that. Mama, don't you stop using that gift. Don't stop using that gift. God has given you something, but you've got to use it, okay? You've got to use it. This is what I found out. If you don't use it, it diminishes. What happens is you don't get as sharp with it. So everyone has a gift. Everyone's gift is different. The difference is according to the grace given to us, and everyone must use their gift. First uh, Peter 4 and 10 says, each, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. So now, in using your gift, please hear this. Your gift is not for show. Your gift is for service. Your gift is not for show. Your gift is for service. So don't say, ha ha, look at my gift. Isn't it nice? You take it out and polish it. But it's for service. It's for service. And so as you utilize it, recognize that it is for service. Now I'm going to go through these. And my goal today isn't really to, to 
delve into these. I just want to give a quick overview. He says, okay, I'm going to give you some gifts. I'm going to show you some things here. He said, if your gift is prophecy, he said, Prophecy there means to clearly perceive and speak the will of God. To clearly perceive and speak the will of God. So this is not, um, you know, I'm a prophet. Yea, thus say the Lord. You know, this is not a, this is a motivational gift. First Corinthians 14, speaking unto men for edification, exhortation, and comfort. So it's not the office of a prophet. He said, if your gift is prophecy. Then he said, you need to prophesy in proportion to your faith. Or if it's ministry, which means serving, that's an ability to come along and meet practical needs. He said, you need to serve. Then he says, teaching, that's an ability to research and communicate truth. He said, teach. And then he says, he, in exhortation, you like to encourage others to live victoriously. And he says, exhort. If you are a giver, one who loves to give time, talent, and treasure to benefit others and to uh, extend the kingdom of God, give with liberality. If your gift is leadership, one to, who loves to organize, lead, and direct, and he says, do it. You need to lead um, with diligence. And then he says, those who show mercy, one who loves to show compassion to those who, and care for others. He said you need to show, uh, do that with cheerfulness. One of the best translations uh, that's down to earth that helps us to see this is the message, Eugene Peterson's message translation of this. So do we have the message translation here? Okay, I want us to look at it. Um, <laughs> verse number um, ah, okay. Uh, let's start at verse, let's start at verse four, verse four of the message. And we'll just read it. Uh, he says in this way, we are like the various parts of the human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body, chosen people, body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. But as a chopped off finger, a cut off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, you see, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we weren't. If you preach, just preach God's message and nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you encourage, if you give encouraging guidance, be careful that you don't get bossy. <laughs> if you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Isn't that good? 
That's just, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so, I'll close with this. This is what you got to do in terms of your gift. These three things. Chip Ingram deals with it too. And, and first thing you got to dis- come on to so discover my gift. So take time to explore and discover. And one of the things you can do is ask other people, what am I good at? That's not, you know, what am I good at? What is it that you think I'm good at? And they may be able to give you a vantage point that you never thought about, something that you do that you really never dreamed of. And the next thing you need to do is develop your gift. This is what God will do. God will give you the raw materials. It's up to you to make it. Somebody said it like this. We pray and ask God for podiums or desks. God's not giving podiums and desks. God gives trees. See, so stop praying for podiums and desks and go look for a tree and make the tree into the podium or the desk that you're looking for. That's an answer for somebody right now. You're praying for a particular thing and God's giving you the raw material to make what it is you need. God will give you your gift. To finance your life. Let me tell you something. I was sitting at the keyboard. And let me tell you what sitting at the keyboard did for me. Sitting at the keyboard and playing. I was able to play. and And as a result of my playing. I got my college scholarship through my playing, my, the Bible college, uh, scholarship. Through my playing, grad school, for my wife's grad school, my wife's doctorate degree. You think I'm not going to sit there and play? Are you kidding me? That's simply by using my gift. But I had to develop it so that it could be used. And what I'm getting at, if you never take time to develop what God has given you, it'll never do anything for you. You are sitting on raw materials right now that God has given you that he wants to cause to be something in your life, in the lives of others. So what is it that God's giving you? That's why you've got to discover it. But you can't just discover it. You've got to develop it. We pay to see people who have developed their gifts. You don't pay. Okay. Curry. Stephen Curry. He shoots. You know why we go pay to see him? He's developed. All he does is shoots. I was amazed. I was amazed at this. Years ago when LeBron James, whether you like him or not, listen to the story. <clears throat> LeBron James 
was in the NBA Finals. This is when he was back with Miami. They lost. He had, he had already won MVP of the league. LeBron called Akeem Olajuwon and said, I need to learn how to play in the paint. I need to develop my game because that's where they beat me. I haven't played in the paint. Wait a minute. LeBron, you've already won the MVP of the league. Why would you take time to develop more? He spent the summer with Magic Johnson and Akeem Olajuwon. The next year they came back, won the championship. The next year they came back, won the championship. What is it that you need to develop? What is it that you, what book do you need to read? What television do you need to turn off to give yourself time to develop what God's given you? Oh my goodness, there's so much potential that God has put on the inside of you. And God is just saying, I'm waiting on you. Quit praying for deaths and podiums. I'm giving you, I've given you trees. But it's up to you to develop it. You getting it? You see it? You see it? Come on, I see it. I see the light bulbs going on. Look at somebody say, I'm getting ready to develop this thing now. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how developed you are in what you've already been given. It still can be sharpened. It still can do more. It still can be more. So that means if iron sharpen iron, I got to get around some people that will sharpen me more. Quit hanging around folk that you are always the biggest fish in the pond. Go hang around somebody who knows more, they're running faster so that you can glean, you can learn. Get over your little self-esteem issues. All right. You, and move on and say, I'm going to learn, I'm going to develop this thing. I'm going to get with somebody who really does know how to do business. Because I don't have a business, I have a hustle. All right, let me move on. All right, all right. I'm passing my time. So you need to discover that gift, you need to develop that gift, and you need to deploy that gift. Some, I, come on, say, I need to deploy it. You really have to deploy. And what God will do, he will give you opportunities once you've developed it. There's no need for the opportunity to come for an undeveloped gift. Because it never will do what God intended for it to do. So opportunities come for the prepared. If you aren't prepared, listen, uh, <laughs> we, we, we get what we prepare for. So if you're praying, prepare. Develop. Do what you need to do. Amen. So you've been given this unique gift. I want to just encourage you today. I just everything in me wants to encourage you to use this thing that God has given you called the gift. This is what you'll find out. It'll bring glory to God. It will help others. But ultimately, you'll be fulfilled. Jesus going to um, Jesus was talking to the woman at the well. And he said this, uh, the disciples had gone to get something to eat. And um, they came back 
And he said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. Meaning my fulfillment, my satisfaction is doing what he said to do. There's a level of fulfillment that you can experience by utilizing what God put on the inside of you. And I'm telling you, it's, your gift is worth discovering. Your gift is worth developing. And that thing is worth deploying. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.